What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 100th episode of the Clean Libertarian Podcast. It's been a long trip. Been a long ride. Sound quality hopefully has gone up. Production quality definitely has not gone up. Uh, I still suck at all of this audio stuff, but uh, I'm trying for you guys. But man, um, I actually had a dad roundtable planned for this evening, but it just couldn't happen, which is fine. So we'll be doing that one soon, uh, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So I did want to still celebrate the fact that like we're 100 episodes into this thing. So I wanted to bring on none other than the Mrs. Clean Libertarian. Hello. Hello, I'm here. I'm once again a consolation prize. <laughs> I mean, not really. I'm always coming through for you. You are. I I tell people all the time that every achievement that I've ever had is is because of you. You're standing behind me every step of the way. That's very sweet of you. You've heard me say this. Well, I now mean... it's on recording, so now... <laughs> Everybody's going to hear me say this multiple times. Well, I have to tell you, I'm very proud of you. A hundred episodes. That's that's a lot of uh, episodes. A lot, a lot of content. A lot of content. A lot of content. You're steady. Yes. Yeah. We're getting it done. It's like, basically, it's like a, it's the longest hobby I think I've ever seen you stick with. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty bad about that. I'll pick up a hobby and I'll throw it away um, okay. pretty quickly. But, um... I don't know. I kind of wanted to touch base because you listen to all my episodes. Every single one. So I wanted to go down this journey together and kind of like talk about, you know, what I had learned and kind of pick up from what you'd picked up on it. But like when I started this project, when I started this podcast, like I had a really narrow view on what recovery was, you know, um, a very 12 step focused and oriented perspective which is good don't get me wrong i'm not knocking that but i had this mentality that abstinence only was the only way to find happiness and freedom again you know and it was because i brought on so many different guests from all sorts of walks of life that i was able to kind of i don't know change that perspective a bit you know what i mean yeah and uh I mean, my God, look at all the stuff we've been able to accomplish, though, with that, too. You know, we went from helping out shots whenever I first interviewed them to following their lead. And now we've got, you know, a, a similar program going right here in our own backyard. You know, I mean, my God. Yeah. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, I think it's awesome. I love all your episodes. I love hearing people's stories of just finding freedom from their addictions and yeah you know there have been some episodes where i'm like oh god i hope drew doesn't start thinking that he can like recreationally start using mushrooms <laughs> you know because sometimes you do these episodes and you're like maybe i can do that and i'm like no <laughs> i don't i don't think so well not yet right not, yet. <laughs> not quite yet <clears throat> but no i mean I don't know, man. Like, abstinence only is the only way that I've found freedom, you know? Granted, I've never tried plant medicine or anything like that, but, like, when I think about my life today, I just, there's not anything I want to enhance in it. Like, I'm living the dream, you know? I'm, I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah. And so there's no need for me to, I don't know, use a substance to enhance that or whatever. Um, so, I don't know, maybe if something like really crazy traumatic happened, you know, at least I have some avenues that don't involve methamphetamines and heroin. 
<clears throat> but, and uh, I think along the way you've gained a lot of allies and friends. Um, you've had you've got new ideas. You've gotten different perspectives. Yeah. Like I think the podcast so far has been really good for you. Recovery is <laughs> one of those languages that transcends political ideology. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be left and, and struggle with addiction and you can be right and struggle with addiction. I mean, it does, it does not discriminate. And so I don't know with, with how polarized the political map is and it, it, this podcast has been a way for me to kind of take a step back from, you know, picking a team and picking a side and, and more just kind of talking about the core values, which make me who I am. And, uh, you know, you kind of get to put some of that stuff to the litmus test. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that abstinence, abstinence only, for example, you know, just having that mentality changed for me. Um, when I started this out, you know, I, I was, I, I had some different views about how to uh, approach, you know, ending prohibition. Um, I also had different views on harm reduction. I had different views on a whole list of things that have changed and uh i guess that's kind of the trick right is not ever getting so firmly in one position that you cannot change it when given new information right well and i think when you give a voice to something it changes your opinion too yeah. i mean there's a lot of things that i'm like oh that sounds you know really out there and until you walk a mile in someone else's shoes or hear their story and it and I puts an identification on it, then I think it kind of opens your eyes. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. And, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of how it worked for me, too. Like, when I first, first, first caught a glimpse of uh, recovery when I was struggling, it was somebody else speaking about a portion of their story that I could identify with. And it was a guy talking about stealing somebody's dope and helping them try to find it. Like, that was something that I was like, oh, shit, I've done that, you know. But then they start talking about recovery and hope and all these beautiful things. And I didn't know. But since I since I identified with that first part, I was able to follow them through on the, on the rest. You know, I was curious at least. And I think that's kind of how it works, right? Like, when I hear people discussing parts of their story that I can heavily identify with, then I can realize, oh shit, man, we, we all battled the same thing. And I think we're, uh, we're kind of some of the um, problems lie in modern day recovery is this. We have a tendency to look at the people sitting at the table in a room, you know, with us. We have the tendency to focus on them and see, well, see, they made it while completely ignoring the amount of people that never made it through the door. You know, uh, the people who are too scared or too intimidated to come to a meeting. Um, so when I hear about, you know, well, like I had Lane and Spike on and they were talking about, you know, DIY recovery. Like I fucking dig that because that's a new thing, right? Like that's another avenue. I think every single mm -hmm. possible iteration and avenue of, of recovery meetings or fellowship or support groups should all exist, you know, yeah. because you you might reach that one person who nobody else can. Right. And even if you just reach the one, like then it's all worth it. And if you stay clean in the process, fuck, you already did your job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, 
I don't know. It's been a fun ride. I'm grateful. You know, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. But other times I'm like, I'm really glad that we get to talk recovery. I'm glad that we get to hear stories. I love the activists that we've had on. I love hearing about what works elsewhere in the country. I love hearing, uh, you know, I'm really trying to get some more harm reductionist on because obviously that's like my main squeeze right now. Well, and you make it look so easy. Like I thought, well, I could do a podcast. And so, you know, my podcast lasted about five episodes. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I just need to change my podcast and I need to, I'm going to host people's stories of recovery from the loved one's perspective. You, see, why did you do that? I don't know because I don't know how. (laughs) You make it look so easy. It's not, I mean, it also, when you listen to like other people in the podcast world, like they have like really cool intros and my intro, by the way, uh, I'm sure he doesn't listen anymore, but Alex Acid Prosy that that was his, and I still love my intro song. But also, but there was like there's like sound effects they do, like a lot of people do throughout their entire podcast. Like the if you go to Spotify and look at the top charts, like you know, I'll never be that dude. But you don't monetize either, which I think that your listeners love and respect. We don't have to get a bunch of. Hey, we're going to hear this guy's really impeccable story about finding recovery. And then in the middle of it, we're like, try HelloFresh. Right. Yeah. And and the ads that you guys have heard on the show, like in the intro, like those are just completely free. It's I don't I would never charge a friend or a loved one to uh, to put up an ad. So, like, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you got something that you want to plug, like hit me up. I don't mind as long as I believe in it. But if it's something weird, like, I don't know. Yeah, but I think that that makes this podcast so unique because it literally is just like your your like passion project. Like it's so genuine and real and you're not looking to make money off of it. You're doing it because you enjoy it and because you want to showcase people's stories. Yeah. And I love that about your podcast. I like that too. I like the ability. <laughs> I like not having to play to the audience. You know, like... And God, God bless the guys that are out there, and they they just consistently land big names. You know, like that's cool. I mean, that's great. Um, I felt like if I started chasing clout like that, I would lose sight of what the real focus here is. You know, yeah. and I've had trust me, and I've got irons in the fire. Like there are some bigger names that I would like to get, but I want to hear their story of recovery. Like I don't want to, you know, hear about their bullshit. You know, like Tim Dillon. <laughs> Dude, I would love to have Theo Vaughn. Those are the two main that I would love to have on. You know what I mean? To talk about their recovery. Yeah. Da- Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Oh, my God, I would love to get Danny T on. Um, but, you know, that that's kind of where it is, and it's just... Uh, or his son's in recovery, too. That yeah, would be cool. but I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? You don't like, need to know him. Danny's got history in the rooms Mm -hmm. and I don't want to like bust his anonymity, but I'll say like in recovery spaces, if I ever get him on, you guys will see what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you that that man played a pivotal role in the history of recovery in this country long before he was like a movie star and all of that. So that's why I would like to get him on. But, um, anyway, we're just kind of getting off the rails, which is what we always do. But thanks for supporting me. 
You're welcome. And thank you guys out there for supporting me too and continuing to listen. And um, hopefully we get you some more great content. I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a 200. (laughs) I don't know if there's going to be a 150. But we did make it to 100. And it it was a lot of fun getting here. And um, I've got some great episodes lined up for y'all coming up. Um, Next week, pay attention because uh, that's going to be a hell of a story. It's it's a a co-worker of mine, a, a, a... He's quickly become a good friend. He spent the last 38 years of his life in prison. And he's been out for seven months. And this man has just a phenomenal story that I know that you guys are going to want to hear. He works with you? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. He is a co-worker of mine. Dudes, I I mean, just somebody who spent that much time, you know, in in a facility and can come out and you know be a member of society again like you i don't know man there's a calmness to this man that i i I hope that i can emulate someday but you guys are going to get a kick out of that one um and then so the uh song of the day that i had lined up for y'all we're just going to kick did you have anything else you wanted to say i mean we kind of said it all right you know i'm here for you i i love and support you and i'm so proud of all the big things that you're doing and the I think you have the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. And I could not be more honored to be your wife Aww. and to be on your podcast as a backup whenever you need me. <laughs> well, thank you for being, you're the best backup <clears throat> ever, you know. I I have tried to bring you on on stuff, do though. Remember, do you remember whenever you would sing and you're like, I could be a singer. And I was like, you could be a backup singer. Yeah, I do remember that. That was shitty of you to say that, too. Well, it's true that still hurts my soul that you said that well i was just being honest well, that's what what is the love if we can't be honest with one another well i couldn't even be a backup singer <laughs> that is true yeah you have a terrible singing voice but i love you anyway um anyway guys thanks a lot uh, i love y'all um yeah just just big mood you know this has been a fun trip and i look forward to what the future has in store and so uh New beginnings, right? We got another 100 episodes to knock out. So uh, before we get into that, before we end up the show, I'm going to do the song of the day. This is a guy I found on TikTok. His name is Benjamin Dakota Rogers and um, kind of a very, you know, a folk singer. Uh, This song is called Black Jack County and uh, it's just a dope song. I think you guys are really going to dig it. Have a lot of fun with it. And uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. Adios. Adios. I was sitting by the road in Blackjack County Not knowing that the sheriff had paid a bounty For men like me who didn't have a penny to our name So we locked my leg for 35 pounds of Blackjack County chain All we had to eat was bread and water And each day we had to build that road a mile and a quarter And black snake whip would cut our back when some poor fool complains But we couldn't fight back wearing 35 pounds of black jack coming chains One night 
well, the sheriff, he lay sleeping. We gathered all around him, slowly creeping. And heaven helped me to forget that night in the cold, cold rain. As we beat him to death, 35 pounds of blackjack on a chain. Black snake with a 35 pounds of black jack.